guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, today's kind of a unique verse, and it's a unique concept I want to share with you. And, and many of you are very familiar with this, but I want to show you here in the context of Moses chapter 7. So Enoch and his city at this point, from what I understand, have been translated. Okay, They're up there. They're just like, woohoo, this is awesome. Lord's like, everybody out of the pool, you're done. Righteousness, let's get you out of there, right? So in verse 23 of Moses chapter 7, it says, And after that Zion was taken up into heaven, Enoch beheld, and lo, all all the nations of the earth were before him. So I'm trying to picture Enoch like just looking down on stuff. There came generation upon generation and Enoch was high and lifted up even in the bosom of the father and of the son of man. And behold, the power of Satan was upon all the face of the earth. And he saw angels descending out of heaven and he heard a loud voice saying, woe, woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth. And he beheld Satan. And he had a great chain in his hand, and it veiled the whole face of the earth with darkness. And he looked up and laughed, and his angels rejoiced. Now, can you imagine being Enoch there? He's looking down on the earth. He's looking down. He's like, man, this is awesome. The Lord has taken us up into heaven. But he looks down at the earth and, the, and sees the wickedness going on and sees, sees Satan. That's, that had to be a horrible vision, seeing Satan with a chain wrapped around the earth laughing. That had to be a horrible, horrible experience. Uh, verse 27, And Enoch beheld angels descending out of heaven, bearing testimony of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Ghost fell upon many, and they were caught up by the powers of heaven into Zion. And it came to pass that the God of heaven looked upon the residue of the people, and he wept. And Enoch bore record of it, saying, How is it that the heavens weep and shed forth their tears as the rain upon the mountains? And Enoch said unto the Lord, How is it that thou canst weep, seeing thou art holy from all eternity to all eternity? So here's Enoch going, Whoa, you cry? You know, and this is, I've, I've never really believed that that disappointment is a is a godlike attribute i don't think we can disappoint god i really don't think that that seemed to suggest more of a like here's god going what wait a minute i didn't know this was going to happen but i do believe that the lord feels for us i do believe that he weeps with us and there is a very personal nature as we're reading moses 7. you see the god of heaven weeping for his children because he sees their decisions he knows what they are feeling and he knows what they're going to feel and what does he do he weeps with them this is very reminiscent of john chapter 11 verse 35 when, when jesus is there with mary and martha lazarus has just died and he sees them weeping. Now, he could have very well said, hey, guys, stop crying. I'm going to bring him back to life here in just a minute. Don't worry about it. Why the long faces? Come on. What does he do? John 11:35. Jesus wept. One of the verses that we kind of joke about because it's the shortest verse in Scripture. But it's also a very meaningful verse because it shows you this same principle that you find in Moses 7 where you have got an eternal being, a perfect being, an omniscient, omnipotent being. And what does he do? 
He cries for people. He weeps for people. That's a wonderful quality. That's a very personal quality. In fact, you keep reading. There's another little insight here that I never noticed before. Now, if you keep reading, there's a verse that I've always loved. It's verse number 30, especially when you're going back to like Moses chapter 1, where Moses sees all of the, the heavens, the earth, the universes without number. Enoch has a similar vision, I would imagine. Verse 30. And were it possible that man could number the particles of the earth, yea, millions of earths like this, it would not be a beginning to the number of thy creations. And so he's like, look, you're, you're crying. Your creations are innumerable. You got worlds without number. You got creations without number. It wouldn't even be a beginning to the number of your creations. And then this verse right here. And thy curtains are stretched out still, and yet thou art there. Thy bosom is there. The bosom is where you feel those. That's your feels right there. And thou art just, and thou art merciful and kind forever. And then verse 31. Thou hast taken Zion to thine own bosom from all thy creations, from all eternity to all eternity, and not but peace, justice, and truth is the inhabitants of thy throne, and mercy shall go before thy face and have no end. How is it that thou canst weep? So here again is Enoch just going, you have so many creations. Why are you crying over this one right here? And I love the Lord's response in verse 32. The Lord said unto Enoch, behold, these thy brethren, they're the workmanship of mine hands. I gave unto them their knowledge in the day I created them in the garden of Eden, gave I unto man his agency. And unto thy brethren have I said and also given commandment that they should love one another, that they should choose me, their father. But behold, they're without affection and they hate their own blood. And, and it's not this idea of why aren't they choosing me? That's It's not the Lord being this, you know, tyrannical ruler that's like, why aren't you choosing me, me, me? That's not what it is. I think he knows the happiness that they will have and the joy that they will feel as they choose him. It's the same thing with us right here. Um, you go down to verse 35. Behold, I am God. Man of holiness is my name. And then one of the coolest titles ever. Man of counsel is my name. And endless and eternal is my name also. Man of counsel. What a great title for the Lord Jesus Christ. What a title. Um, it reminds me of uh, Alma 37, 37, where it talks about how we counsel with the Lord in all thy doings, and he will direct thee for good. Yea, when thou liest down at night, lie down unto the Lord, that he may watch over you in your sleep. And when thou risest in the morning, let thy heart be full of thanks unto God. And if ye do these things, I find this to be interesting in light of the city of Enoch, ye shall be lifted up at the last day. You see the number of times that's mentioned in Moses 7, this idea of being lifted up. You do these things. It almost makes the gospel of Jesus Christ sound so simple. You say your prayers, you connect yourself with God, you read your scriptures, you do those things, and you're going to be lifted up at the last day. You're also going to be doing those other things as well. So you can see why God weeps when we're not doing those things. Not that he is disappointed, but I think he recognizes the fact that these are going to be the things that bring us the most joy because it's going to get us closer to him. So a quote I came across recently, uh, and I thought it was interesting. It's by a gentleman by the name of Jürgen Moltmann. Uh, he is a German theologian. Man is 95 years old. Um, and I don't know his background. I just know he's, he's a religious man. He's not a member of our church, but he's a, he's a religious man. Uh, look at this quote here. God weeps with us so that we may one day laugh with him. 
Isn't that a cool statement? So understanding that the Lord is going to weep with you when you are feeling those difficult feelings, he's going to feel with you. And, and you can see why Enoch's like, really? You're crying? And he's like, absolutely I am. These are the creations. These are my creations. And I'm feeling for them when they are having difficulties. But God weeps with us so that one day we may enjoy and laugh with him. I just, I love that principle. I love the, the very personal nature of the Lord Jesus Christ, of God the Father and the Holy Ghost. That's why it talks about how Enoch taught those things and felt those things. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.